Welcome to the Empathic Healing Podcast, a space conceived to talk about our potential as human beings and to examine our inherent abilities to connect deeply with ourselves, the world that surrounds us, and realize we're more than what we think we are. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Empathic Healing Podcast. Today, we're going to speak about what we do in empathic healing, what's uh, the technique about the therapy, about why Diego created it, and why is it so important to us to transmit this to other people, to, to everyone we can reach actually around the world, because it, it is something that has changed our lives in a critical way. And it is a very simple um, technique. It is it's a very simple method. You only have to really practice it. And to speak about this today, I'm here with Virginia, which is a friend of mine from Argentina and is also training to become um, an empathic th uh, healing therapist. So hello, Virginia. How are you? Hi, how are you? How is everybody? <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for, first times always get you nervous, <laughs> but yeah, we, we just need to, to relax. So yeah. <laughs> uh, to begin with, uh, something important to say is that as human beings, we often feel things Um, that limit us, that we don't know how to deal with, that are, come very close to our chest and we feel uh, reactive. We start feeling anxiety or fear or like we don't have a certain freedom to choose what to do or to act in a balanced manner, we are compelled by situations and by what we feel in those situations and we are out of control and, and reacting with, with a lack of balance enhances this um, bad feeling we have within ourselves. It's like we feel something that we don't like, we don't know how to deal with that and then we react In, in such a way that we end up feeling worse about how we reacted. And it is a very, we feel really out of control and, and, and we don't know where we are going. We don't know what we are doing. And sometimes th there are very simple exercises one can do to overcome these kinds of situations. So what, I'm, what I wanted to speak about today is how empathic healing is a way in which the therapist we work with that technique can help people little by little uh, get to know their emotions, get to know how the energy in their emotions work and how they can start releasing the energy that sustains those emotions. And then you can little by little become free of your of those emotions which make you reactive so 
we often say, we always say that emotions are energy. And it's a kind of energy that we carry within our bodies that we have learned to move it unconsciously through our bodies in different situations during our childhood, mostly. So we have some memories, some criteria, some habits that we have been practicing through our entire lives that we may have inherited from our families, from our friends, from school, from society in general. And, and we do that because we are looking to feel a certain thing or because we are trying to run away from feeling something. And, and that is an emotional reaction. If we are trying to run away from things, from situations that makes us feel things we do not like, we are actually not running away from that. We are getting, going deeper into them because we are avoiding the very um, opportunity to face that and to cleanse that energy and become a little bit more free from those emotions. So, for example, um, and, and this is a very common example, uh, in, in my childhood, my childhood, um, my, my father ten, used to give me uh, some presents and I understood that as an act of love. But immediately after giving me a present, he would insult me because, I don't know, maybe he didn't like the way I was playing with the toys. And so I, I started developing this understanding that whenever a present or a toy was given to me by my father, I would have to be uh, attentive to how I do things with that toy, how I played with it, because there would come a negative reaction to that. So I end up really not enjoying playing with that toy uh, because I was, I, I was aware, I was worried about the reaction of my father to my playing with that toy. So what I'm trying to say with this is that we um, install within us this kind of um, process within us in which we are not free because we are not being, because we are always calculating our actions by means of trying to avoid something we didn't like in the past. And most of the times this leads us to not living to our fullest potential or to our, or, 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 in, or in freedom because we are always uh, conditioned by what we are feeling. And, we, and no one has taught us how to turn around, look at what we feel and move it out of our body, which is the basis of what we do in empathic healing. Um, the technique we use is really, really simple. You, wh whenever you feel something or you may imagine some situations to, to generate a process in which you feel things within your body um, and you try to locate 
what you feel in a certain part of your body. So, for example, I'm, I think about that situation in my childhood where my parent gave me a toy and he reacted badly to how I was playing with it. And this is very simple, of course, but I, I go back to reminding myself of that situation and I start to scan my body. So what I do while scanning my body is try to recognize which part of my body within, of course, is reacting to that thought, to that relieving of the situation. And for example, I may feel it in my stomach, I may feel it in my chest, in my throat, but I will feel it as a kind of a blockage, as something that is not flowing, that is not moving, as a kind of, or something that, a kind of a discomfort. So it will not be pleasant. I will feel something there in my stomach, in my chest, in my throat. In, it can be in my back, in my arms. It can be in my legs, wherever, in my, in my genitalia. It can be anywhere. Um, and when I detect it, where it is, what I really have to do, and this is what we do with our patients, with our consultants in empathic healing, is to guide them through exercises of relaxation and meditation in order to start moving that energy. We actually teach people how to move that energy out of themselves to deactivate that emotion that is making them feel bad, that is making them um, feel reactive and not free. And, and this is very, very important because if you practice this in every situation that makes you uncomfortable or that makes you feel something that you don't like or that you want to get rid of, then you can practice it every day. It's a kind of meditation you can, you can do in all situations in your daily life. I, I, I might be, I don't know, 20 out of 24 hours meditating in this manner because I, I have learned how to pay attention uh, to what I feel when things happen. And I realize that that energy, that that thing that is bothering me and that it is pushing me towards doing something specific, which I may not choose to do if I were free, but the fact that I am not because I'm emotionally compelled to do this, uh, makes me not free <laughs> and and I want to be free I want to choose what I want to feel I want to choose how my relationships are I want to feel how I relate to other human beings I want to choose how I eat I want to choose how I enjoy the sunset or how I take a shower I want to really be free in every situation be present be there, really there. And to be there means that you have come to really practice and get deep into yourself to the energy that moves within you. And you have learned how to move it out. Because I might be, I don't know, angry with a friend because he or she did something to me, which I took personally, for example. And, and then I think the that 
the best reaction in that situation is to insult that person. But if I really pay attention to that possibility, then I realize it, it doesn't make me really feel any better. I just do it because I need something to move out of myself that I cannot bear. And that sensation, that sensation is energy. And I can choose, if I have control over that, to channel it, to move it outside of myself in the form of an insult to that person or just to move out, to get rid of that sensation and then maybe tell that person that I am not enjoying what he or she is telling me and I would rather have him or her talk to me in a different way. So by giving myself the time, the opportunity to feel this, to move this and to choose how I want to how I want my actions to be, then I'm becoming free of my emotions. And this is something I'm putting a million words to explain this, but it is really simple. It's just whatever you feel in whatever situation you're facing, maybe while you're hearing to this podcast, maybe you feel something weird in your body while you're listening to me, then what I recommend you to do is exactly this. Just feel in your own body, try to scan it, be serious about it, relax your body and feel what is moving within it. And just try not to become an obstacle to that. Just realize you can, that, that thing is energy and this in your body, you have control over that. And if you have control over your energy, you can move it. And if you can move it, then it means you can clean your energy and stop being a slave to them. And of course, many people have told me, uh, now listen to me, Juan, I'm, I'm like this, I'm like that, I cannot change. I, yes, of course, that, that, that is an argument, but we are not something specific. We are the choices we make. And if we want to feel free, if we want to feel expanded, if we want to be joyful and happy, then that is a choice we have to make. And that is a choice we have to sustain every day of our lives. And sustaining it means cleansing whatever comes up as bothering us, as going against that choice we have made. I don't know if I am being clear with this. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, um, while you were speaking, um, I was thinking about my first uh, session, mm -hmm. which I didn't know what to expect. And I actually thought that my life was going pretty well. <laughs> 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 <I> got a, <laughs> a surprise there in my first session. I was like, okay. <clears throat> But um, I'm trying to think about how I was seeing life at that moment, you know, because sometimes it's not that clear for us that mm. we are not as good as we think we are. Um, like, how does the mind work? Because sometimes it feels like we don't have that many choices. Like, mm. these people did something to me So it's mm -hmm. logical that I would get angry at him or insult them or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? 
Yes, like, of course. Um, yeah, okay. That that feeling that we lack resources to uh, to solve situations or to maybe um, face them from different from different choices that we often make. Um, it, it, it has to do with how we were raised, what society wants from us, what we have been uh, used to, uh, our criteria, our habits. And that's why I said that it is really dangerous to, to that, that people say, well, I am like this or I am like that. The, the, the truth is that they don't really know who they are, what they can choose, yeah. that they can choose how to feel. So if it is very complicated and it has been very complicated for, for most of the people I know uh, and actually people that have gone through empathic healing uh, therapy to realize that there are different choices they can make aside from the ones that they have been making through their, through their entire life because those choices may be a repetition of the choices they, their, their parents made, their friends made, and they have acquired them as a model to, to repeat. And they have not taken the time um, to, to see how they feel about it. Because maybe you're used to doing something that you don't enjoy, that you don't really feel good about. And, and that, of course, is a habit of the mind and of the and of the body and of our matter because it is something that we have installed or someone have, has installed and we have accepted it within us and and we have continuously repeated it as something that is normal and that is supposed to be that way um so it is important to to assess your life to see in your own life, what are your choices? What are you doing? If you're happy, if you're feeling good, if you're not feeling good, if you're feeling something that you don't know what it is, but that, that there is something suspicious about it, that you're not, maybe you're not achieving what you're trying to achieve. Maybe you're not feeling uh, joyful or, or happy and, and you have certain feelings that there should be more to what you are or to this life. And, and yeah. those are questions, of course, that, that, that emerge from a place of, of doubt. You, there is something you don't know that you suspect exists, but you don't know what it is and you don't know how to get to it. So uh, I, I'm not saying in Empathic Healing we're going to give that to you. What I'm, what I'm saying is that we are going to guide you um, to find your own means of assessing yourself, of connecting to yourself and seeing if what you thought you want is really what you want. If how you think you mm. felt so far is really how you felt so far. And what are your, um, maybe your, your, your negative aspects that are, manifesting in your lives that are not and are not uh, allowing you to to feel free and to feel uh, fine and to feel happy and we have to be very careful with that because we 
we have bought in our history ideas and concepts and ways to do things and we have never suspected of them and yeah. and that is really dangerous because we are living our lives through the tools of other people it doesn't matter yeah. it, it, it might have been the tools of our parents whom we love deeply but they are different person they have different choices and, and, and maybe we are acting through their criteria, through their habits through their ways of thinking and and maybe we're not happy and maybe we can choose no not maybe we can choose to um to establish a life of our own in our own terms with our own choices and it can be entirely different from the people we have uh loved and so far that have raised us and and who we then identify with and that is also another thing that is dangerous we Uh, we stick to, to, to those kinds of patterns because we identify with the person that gave them to us and we are not seeing that we are our own person, that we are free, that there is more to us than just what we think and what we desire and what we uh, expect from others and what we think we are, and what we think things should be. And, and, and of course, once you uh, stop to stop your life for a moment and, and try to consider all of this that I'm saying, then it can get to two results. <laughs> The first one, you will run away. I don't want to think about it anymore. And the other one, you will want to, to find a way to change that, to see what you can make of your own, your own, your own tools, how you can develop something that speaks about you, about your potential, about how you are here to participate in the world, to influence the world, to To, to, to expand and to help and to be of service to others. And of course, a lot of people are not asking that question because they think their lives are what they think they are. Uh, but there are many people who really take this topic seriously and they think about this. And for those people, um, I, I want to say there, there is a way and, and we have had a lot of positive experience of people developing things and becoming joyful and happy because they have learned how to move their energy in such a way that their emotions and of course their minds um, start losing and their ego of course I have forgotten about the ego um, started to lose control over their lives and it, it, it is amazing to to see something which you have helped uh, by, by guidance in this way, uh, to see that they discover things within themselves they didn't know it were there and that they are amazed by their own potential and by their own feelings about, and by the um, fact that they can choose how to feel. This is something that, for a first impression, it may sound silly, but you can choose what yeah. to feel 
is a very serious affirmation. It is something very, very deep. It means no one can finally control you. And because society, friends, family, uh, love relationships, whatever kind of relationship you can think of, it is often guided by manipulation. Sometimes the manipulation is negative and sometimes it can be positive, but those are really, really, really small cases. And because the person who manipulates for the positive to someone has to be very, very balanced, very uh, vibrating really high and trying not to mess with the, uh, with the freedom of their, of their will. I don't know how to say this in English, but um, yeah, the, the, the freedom of the will. How, how do you yeah. say that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, yes. Yes, Virginia. Sorry. No, I was wondering. No, I was wondering. I was thinking while you were speaking about um, the things that we think are a certain way and they're actually, mm-hmm. or they're negative and they're actually, actually positive. Like, for example, being selfish, being more mm-hmm. selfish, which mm-hmm. it's like a bad word or for most people means that you're only thinking about yourself. And mm-hmm. since I started the therapy and, and the lessons, I think that's a, actually a very, good, um, a very good word. And just to focus on, on ourselves for a while, just mm-hmm. to have that moment, that space mm-hmm. to really ask ourselves mm-hmm. if there's any other way of doing things or to be in certain situations it actually makes you a better helper to others you know in time Mm -hmm. yes Um, the problem with uh, selfishness it it is only that it has bad marketing but mm -hmm. um, it it is exactly how what you said if you don't learn how to be selfish being selfish doesn't mean you're going to abandon your children because you're uh you're before them or you're going to uh, abandon someone who 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 needs you or so or you're going to i i I don't know do 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 whatever in a in in a reactive way Uh, it, it means that you're going to realize that to be the best um version of yourself to be of the higher service possible you have to be willing to take your own time for yourself to balance your energy to rest to take the time and relax and see what you feel and see how your life yeah, is going what 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 are your fears what are your concerns what are your anxieties how your emotions work within you and to do that you can only do it by yourself and for that you need time you need space you need to be selfish and maybe being selfish means means you need to establish limits with people that you love maybe your children maybe your partner maybe your parents uh, because it, it is really important if i want to help others but i don't take the time and the space 
and the resources to help myself first, um, I'm not going to be of good service to others. So being selfish is, if anything, in the best interest of the service we are providing. And, and that is, yes, that, that, is, that is really important because, for example, um, maybe th there is a nurse who is really, really concerned about the well-being of their patients and is all day long um, available to them changing the, 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 the sheets, checking on their health, and she doesn't get, get to rest and she doesn't eat and she doesn't uh, connect to this selfishness we are speaking about. So come five days, six days of this uh, process and she collapses and she maybe she passed out and she cannot help others and others, the, the people who were under, the, under her care may have bigger problems or may even die because she wasn't there for them because she didn't take the time to rest, to, uh, to feed properly. And th this is what we, what we mean when we speak about being selfish. We cannot do anything for others. We cannot give nothing to others if we don't give that to ourselves. So in a sense, we cannot love others if we have not practiced that love with ourselves. It is a lie that we can love others if we are violent or if we haven't mm. accepted um, our darkest parts. Because, of course, there is light within us and there is darkness within us and we need to accept them both. And, of course, Light is easy to accept because it's beautiful, it feels nice, it is awesome. But darkness, um, it, it is a different animal because it invites us immediately to maybe not even wanting to see it or maybe judging ourselves or maybe being violent um, with ourselves because maybe we did something in the past that we haven't come to terms with and we haven't fully accepted and we haven't uh, forgave our, ourselves and we are judging and being violent with ourselves. So from that perspective, um, if we haven't healed our relationship with ourselves, it is highly improbable and I would say impossible that we can uh, love others an acceptance because love in the way we we speak about it which is unconditional because i love you because that is a, a my potential my choice not because it is dependent on you loving me but i love you because i am love and to realize that i am love i need to realize that i have the ability to forgive myself mm. to accept all the bad things I can do, all the bad things I did, and all the good things I haven't done yet, maybe. Um, but I really need to accept that. I really need to forgive myself. Because if, if, if I cannot go to, to my darkest parts and enlighten that with love and acceptance, 
it means that there is something that I haven't overcome, that I'm not willing to, uh, maybe something unconscious, but it, mm. it, it means we are not to the, we, to, we haven't gone deep enough within ourselves to say that we can do so for others. I, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And um, I was wondering, why is it easier for us <laughs> to accept other people's mistakes or to love other people and just we can't do or well maybe I'm just talking about me but why is hmm. it easier to be nicer with others or be more patient or whatever to other people and we can't actually or I can't actually do it for myself like it's not yeah. balanced You know, I punish myself mm -hmm. more than I punish other people for the same mistakes, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I recognize other people's achievements, but not mine that much. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, th this, this speaks entirely of you because uh, no, no, not every person reacts in the same way. There are people that are not like you and don't have nicer reactions to others than they have to themselves maybe they regard themselves oh, yeah. as higher than others so it, it goes from person to person but uh responding to that question um also this wasn't a therapy session sorry <laughs> <laughs> no no it's okay the, the the questions come in handy um it, it, it has to do with 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 many things The, the, the first one, I think, with this topic that we have been speaking about, with self-acceptance, which is, which is love. There is something that I regard uh, about myself as uh, not being as good as others. That is, it, it, it has different components. It has a part of not accepting that. It has a part of comparing myself myself to others which is really mm. really dangerous because that means i'm not really seeing myself because if i need uh to compare myself to others it means that i'm in insecure in my in my inner sphere and that is very dangerous because someone during my life or many people maybe will come to tell me who i am and i might really believe that So we have to be careful about that because we, we will become very easily manipulated. And, mm. and that leads to, to insecurity as well. Not knowing who we are, um, it, 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 is, it is dangerous because we are going to be manipulated by that energy I spoke about that is sustaining our... Yeah. Um, emotions and that of course when you see someone doing something that you regard as uh very good or very important or better than than what i do we have to stop um comparing and we have to accept that we are all different and we are here doing different things and we are here to learn something different uh and and we have to be very careful with this because if 
if we continue to live our lives in terms of what we think and what we are suggested by the, the environment, um, it is highly probable that we are going to end up not being. And by not being, I mean this. Mm, yeah. Not being able to go within yourself, see the darkness there is, see what you don't like about you, what is hard for you to accept and to love, see that darkness, really understand that you have a very big potential for good things, but also a very big potential for bad things. And who you are is what you choose. Um, and when you go to that place, you have to allow yourself to feel whatever comes up in your body. Accept that. Yeah. Not to stay with it, but to, as a first step, to becoming able to move it out of your body. But because if there is something we are feeling, it means that there is something that needs to expand. And by expand, I mean move out of our bodies to to let it to let it flow yeah. and and the only guide we have to that if you want to do it on your own is the very thing that you feel and and if you deny what you feel because you don't like it then you're denying the only tool you have to move it so what we do in empathic healing is yeah. be there for you in a in a in a form that we can guide you in this process of moving what, what, what you feel, understanding to a certain extent, but accepting that it is there and that it needs to move and mm. that it can get stuck in your thoughts, in your ideas, in your criteria, in your habits. And you will see that you won't like that and you will feel like there is nothing to do about this. But this is a very... Uh, natural process not natural but it's very common and 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 there is a way out and we we have been doing this for many years now with people and of course there are people we can help and there are people we cannot help because of course we, we we respect the free will of people and and if they don't want to change something of course we we cannot make them change we have better results with people who really want to uh to see why they are getting what they are getting and 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 if they want to change it of course we 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 can help that but the tool is really simple it's nothing complicated in fact you can learn it from this episode today you just relax see what you feel move it out (laughs) that is that is it so comes, I thought, see, yes, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it comes to, you no, know, being maybe I don't know if, if it's the right word, but like brave enough to really know who we are, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Even if we mm-hmm. don't like what we, what we see, and knowing mm-hmm. that we have the tools to change mm-hmm. that, that's so cool, actually. <laughs> Yes, it's amazing. And and maybe it is easier if you face it this way. Maybe you don't know 
who you are, that is actually really difficult to 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 meet a person who knows who he or she is. It is something really strange. It is not a common experience we have in this planet. But um, maybe it is easier to see what you are not. So, um, and, and, and this is important because you will realize that there are things that, okay, this is not the kind of person I want, I want to be. I, I know, I don't know what kind of person I want to be, but I have been doing this so far. For example, I have been speaking aggressively to people because, I, I don't know, my, my emotions led me to that and I haven't done the work to cleanse them. So, okay, I realize that that affects myself negatively because I don't like how it feels. Okay, so I don't want to, I don't want to be that. So, okay, I have to do my work to stop doing that. So that is getting closer to who I am, trying to remove who you are not. And how do you know who you are not? You are not what you don't like to feel. <laughs> that is... Yeah. That is like that. If you have the, the, the awareness yeah. to see what you feel and, to, and if you don't like it, you can stop doing that. You can stop being that person. So yeah. I don't like being uh, in a certain way. Okay, then see what you feel, clean that and start training your mind and your habits. And, and, and this is something we, we work with um, reprogramming neuro-linguistic neuro reprogramming um, which help you um, modify certain patterns of your, of your mind, train it in a way that starts taking a different path to what you, you end up doing. So uh, it, is a, it is a training that it takes the energetic movement we spoke about and the mental movement and then be yeah. and then like you said then you have to be brave and to sustain the new choices you have made and the new choice you have made may be i don't want to be like this anymore and then you work towards not being like that because you don't feel like doing that anymore because it makes you feel bad and it yeah. won't take a lot of work because you are already feeling bad about it so it's just coming to terms with that and understanding you can do something about it and getting action towards changing that. So that is very important. Thank you for, for pointing it out. Yeah. Yeah. The wheels. We were talking mm -hmm. the other day. Mm -hmm. Being, mm -hmm. um, how do you say it? Have discipline. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In every situation, don't go to the same place because you know how you're going to feel if you do that. Even if you're mm. right, even if you have, if your mind tells you you have every reason to react or to mm. be like that, then mm. okay, I work yes. on that a lot. <laughs> this is really, really important because even if you repeat that action again, if you do that again, then try not to punish yourself over repeating something you don't want to do anymore because that is also your ego playing uh, a trick on you uh, it, it, you are on the in the process of changing something it is only 
natural that you will have a stronger muscle to repeat that than to not do it. So allow yourself to not be perfect, which of course you are not, we are not. Um, and don't punish yourself when you make a mistake because that means you're not flexible enough and you will continue to go to the same places. So it is really important that when you make a mistake, that when you think you have moved two steps forward and three backwards, that you don't punish yourself. Just see what you did, see where it came from and see what you can get out of it in the form of a lesson, of something you have learned, of something that have make, made you uh, better. Because maybe you needed to, to make that mistake. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't have learned that lesson. So be very, very careful to how you punish yourself. Um, yeah. Because that is not a way to, to evolve. And it doesn't mean we have the... Well, of course we have it, the authorization to go about just making mistakes. You can do that. We are all, we, we are free. We can do whatever. Uh, of course, without hurting ourselves or without hurting others, uh, ideally. But um, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that you can make uh, mistakes and choose to make mistakes because there, there, there is something within you that, compels you to go do certain kind of things and we don't judge we are saying that if we want to change something there is a work we can do towards that and when we start working toward a certain goal that we have marked to us uh to ourselves um we will make mistakes and they are fine and they will help us train our flexibility our acceptance, the fact that uh, we are not perfect, we will never be perfect and we are continuously learning and that will never end. I mean, you, if, you're try, if, if you are trying not to learn something, then <laughs> you're in the wrong planet, I think. Um, yeah. 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 And something that Diego always says that I mm -hmm. experienced in myself is that this, uh, this therapy, um, this technique, um, it's about uh, looking and finding. Like, it's amazing how you do it and you, you go deeper and deeper and deeper and it seems like it, it never ends and sometimes, at least for me, it feels like you know, I'm, I'm stuck. And then all of a sudden, something happens, some situation happens that is a situation that I think it's constant in my life. And I somehow don't feel like I should feel or don't get angry or just something changes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And you find yourself being like, I don't, I, the same person but a whole different person mm -hmm. and it becomes easier <laughs> and life becomes easier somehow and that's awesome i think that's, yeah that that is 
that is really important and and, and, and what it, and what Virginia is saying is something that she has achieved through this technique in her own effort to become better to to feel different uh to what she was used to um and what she is really speaking about is again is choice i yeah. I, I don't remember what, exactly how you started uh, speaking about this but you mentioned something about um i, know, I cannot remember uh, well yeah but but choosing to how 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 you how you want to feel and yeah. i i don't remember what, what were the words that you, that you said um i don't remember um okay yeah well it's it's about that you know it's about mm -hmm. uh, yes i i remember now it's like mm. looking to find looking to find Look, yes looking to find I don't know if it's searching to find I don't know how to say it but it's like it's not like this most spiritual uh, practices that I've tried before were about constantly mm -hmm. looking for something I don't know mm -hmm. enlightenment or whatever you know a breakthrough something that somehow you keep on looking for forever and then that's it You know, you get lost in searching for something that you don't know what it is, but everybody's saying that it's really cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the difference um, for me and with empathic healing, that is that I can actually live my life on earth inside my body with my kids, with my husband, with my work, with, with my environment mm -hmm. um, more fully maybe mm -hmm. yes um, of course like i'm connected with them i'm not just being a mom i'm doing what a mom's supposed to do i'm asking myself i'm questioning myself and i'm being more each day more connected to what my kids need to what i need to act and instead of what i want or what i want them to be or what i think they need um so that's I don't know. I I think it's important um, since I started like one year ago and everything's fresh and I can actually see the changes in my life. It's important to to um, to point that the therapy actually works and you can touch the changes and you can feel the changes in your everyday life. <laughs> and it feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels amazing it feels like it feels yeah it feels like I'm the same person and I'm so much more than that mm -hmm. it's amazing <laughs> I'm such a fan of this <laughs> <laughs> yes and but but this is also really really deep in in the sense that what you said about searching and finding is also a choice there, there is many people there are many people sorry um, who are constantly in the search for something like you said and I've met a lot of people like this and you see that they are actually not trying to actually find 
anything. They just want to the, the experience of uh, of of, a, of going after something that, like you said, yeah. they don't know what it is, and and in a sense as an excuse to not face the fact that you are here and you have to live this life in this body, in this reality to the fullest that you that you can. And of course, this is the process we spoke about in which we have to learn how to do that. And that is an uncomfortable experience most of the times. So I yeah. understand why people are looking for things but are not willing to find anything because it, it might work as a route of, ex of escape for them. And I understand that, I respect that, I don't judge. But the other thing that you said that is really important is, okay, there's people who are searching and there is people who find. Who do you want to be? It is a matter of choice. If you want to find, it means that you are trying to actively connect with your life, with the present, with the person's with the people who surround you, with your family, with your loved ones, with nature, with your pets, with what you eat, with how you eat, with how you take a shower, with how you make love, you are there. That is finding. It doesn't mean that you um, open a closet and you found God inside. Uh, it, 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 it is not like that. Finding means that you have come to know who you are in the sense that you can choose what to feel and whatever you do, you are there doing it, feeling. And if you don't like yeah. what, what you're feeling, you can modify that. There are things that we still have to do, for example, as parents, that we not enjoy to the fullest, but that is the experience of, of matter. We, cannot, we, we can't escape that, but it's not the idea. We have to face that. And we have to accept that. And that is also being here, being present and finding. Because that is life. Be careful, people who are constantly searching. Because sometimes it appears that they are running away from something. And they are not learning what they are supposed to be learning. So... Thank you for making that point again, because it is really important as well. Um, and I think, yeah, we have we have been speaking like, yeah, like for One 50 hour. minutes already. So I think we yeah. should wrap it up here. Uh, yeah. And we, of course, we we will continue to record these sessions, which I'm really, really, really enjoying a lot. Yeah, me too. Thanks for inviting me. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. And I will see you next time. Bye.